Your top stories on Blitz this hour. Results from the fifth round of the FA Cup. Proteas claim series win against Australia. Bulls named their matchday squad to take on the Highlanders. The Blitzbox settle in in cold Vancouver. And the build-up towards the new F1 season continues. Manchester City were looking to get past Sheffield Wednesday in the FA Cup when the citizens looked to advance beyond the fifth round. They started brightly enough in the contest, Brazilian striker Gabriel Jesus going close with the header. City struggled to carve open the opposition in the opening half, but they did have some joy from set pieces. Nicolas Otamendi, the next man to go close, but he was denied by the crossbar. City started well in the second half, this rocket from Benjamin Mendy nearly giving them the 1-0 advantage. They continued to go close. Next up was Bernardo Silva, whose low shot was well saved. It was all City, and they eventually got the breakthrough from the record goal scorer. The citizens should have made it 2-0 late on, but Joe Wildsmith was having a stunning game, and he produced a superb double save to keep up the citizens. It remained 1-0 in favour of Manchester City, who advanced to the next round. Tottenham Hotspur and Norwich City squared off in an all-Premier League encounter in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Spurs made early inroads in the Canaries' defence with Lucas Moura setting up Giovanni Lo Celso, only to see the Argentine shot kept out smartly by Tim Krul. Minutes later, the Dutch shot-stopper was beaten by a powerful header from Jan Vertonghen to edge Tottenham in front. Norwich pressed for an equaliser and in the space of a minute fired in their first shots on goal. Emiliano Buendia with the first that was kept out by Michel Vaughan while Lucas Rapp stunned the palms of the Dutch keeper that nearly led to the ball trickling over the line. Mora should have made it 2-0, the Canaries defence giving the ball away in the 18-yard area. The Brazilian, however, could not get his shot past Krull. The match came to life in the 79th minute as Vaughan failed to handle Kelly McLean's long-range effort that led to Joseph Drimmich bundling the ball into the back of the net to level the tie. Spurs should have taken the lead for the second time. Serge Aurier's powerful drive beat Krul in goal, but not a diving Aaron who cleared the ball off the line. With neither scoring the decisive goal, the match went into extra time. The added 30 minutes yielded no goals and minimal chances, as it was down to penalties to see how progress to the last eight. After Eric Dyer slotted his first spot kick, Kelly McLean and Eric Malamela could not get the ball into the back of the net. With penalties locked at 2 all 18-year-old Troy Parrott saw his effort kept out by Krull and needing to score to keep Spurs in the match. Jetson Fernandez could not beat Krull as Norwich advanced to the quarterfinals for the first time in 28 years. The King Power Stadium welcomed round five of the FA Cup as Leicester City squared off his championship outfit Birmingham City. The Blues managed to soak up the Foxes' early pressure and looked to threaten on the counter-attack. Karim Mbati's attempt was blocked out by the Leicester defence. With the half-time whistle looming, the Foxes searched for a bit of magic on the pitch. James Madison looked to provide just that. The midfielder's curling effort was kept out by diving Lee Camp as he half-ended goalless. Despite enjoying almost 80% of possession, Leicester failed to trouble the Birmingham backline. Madison's free kick had all inside the King Power on their feet as the ball hit the side netting. Madison seemed likely to break the deadlock. A fierce effort from range rattled the crossbar, much to the delight of those in yellow. Spurred on by the home fans, the Foxes managed to open the scoring. Mark Albrighton with the cross as Ricardo Pereira rose highest to find the back of the net. 
Pereira strike ending Birmingham's cup run as the Foxes march on into the quarterfinals. Norwich City managed to edge Tottenham 3-2 on penalties in the fifth round of the FA Cup, while Manchester City just needed the one goal to get past Sheffield Wednesday. The FA Cup drama continues as Manchester United do battle against Derby County. The quarterfinal draw of the FA Cup dished out some interesting matches. Arsenal will travel to Bramall Lane to take on Sheffield United. Newcastle at home against defending champions Manchester City. Leicester to battle against Chelsea. While Norwich will either be at home against Derby or Manchester United. Australia won the toss and opted to bat first against the Proteas of the Mangawung Oval in Bloemfontein as the teams faced off in the second one-day international of the three-match series. Australia got off to a quick start through David Warner and Aaron Finch who raced to a 50 opening partnership by the 7th over. Warner then smashed the ball straight to Yanuman Milan off the bowling of Lungsan Ngiti as he was dismissed for 35. Ngiti struck again soon after, dismissing the dangerous Steve Smith for 13 which was a big moment for the host nation. The big fast bowler was again in the thick of things, getting his third, becoming the fastest Protea to reach 50 ODI wickets. The Proteas could have had Australia in all sorts of trouble if they held on to their chances, but they gave Darcy Schwartz and Aaron Finch second lives. They would go on to hurt South Africa, combining for a productive stand of 77 before Anrach Norkia dismissed Finch, getting the outside edge. Short batted on and would eventually finish on 69 not out as the Australian innings lost a bit of impetus. Mitchell Marsh did provide Schwartz with a bit of support as he struck 36 of 45 balls before Ngiti took centre stage once again. The big quick was simply superb throughout the innings as he helped himself to another three wickets, finishing with figures of 6 for 58. Nokia wrapped up the innings, Australia 271 all out in their 50 overs. The South African innings got off to a disastrous start with Quinton Lecoq dismissed in the first over by a familiar nemesis. Yanuman Malan and John John Smuts then joined hands and put together a stand of 91 for the second wicket with a pair batting sensibly throughout. But having worked his way to 41, Smuts then gave his wicket away with Adam Zampa getting the breakthrough. Calvarini didn't last long as he departed for three before Klaassen joined Malan and the pair produced the goods for their team. Having hit 100 in his last outing, Klaassen once again raised his bat having worked his way past 50. He was eventually dismissed by Zampa for 51, the spinner getting his second. All eyes were then on Milan, who worked his way towards his maiden ODI ton as he continued to play with good composure. The milestone was eventually reached in the 44th over and was just what the team needed. Oh, he's got it. Yep. A maiden one-day international 100 for Yanuman Milan. An innings of great character and no little class. A night to remember so far. The job wasn't done, however, and Milan and Miller continued to chip away at the Aussie total, eventually leading their nation to a six-wicket win and sealing the series. It was an impressive display by the Proteas, who were superb throughout, Giti and Milan, the stars for their team. Senra's Park in Potchefstroom will host the third ODI between South Africa and Australia. The Windies and Sri Lanka clashed in the first T20 in Palakele in what was said to be an exciting contest between the two nations. The visitors won the toss and elected to bat first, with Lyndall Simmons and Brandon King taking no prisoners as the opening pair got on with things. They put on 74 for the opening stand, which gave the Windies a good platform to go on to greater heights. 
King made 33 of 25 balls before he was dismissed by Lakshan Sandakan, which could have easily hurt the Windies' innings, but instead, there were steady contributions throughout the middle order, with Andre Russell and Kyron Pollard contributing 35 and 34 respectively. The mainstay of the innings, however, was Simmons, who finished on 67 knots out as he helped the Windies to post 196 of 4 in their 20 overs. Needing 197 to win, the Sri Lankan batsmen struggled to get going, with O'Shane Thomas taking three quick wickets in the second over, which put the home team on the back foot. Sri Lanka were reeling from there, with Thomas at his very best, and he would eventually finish with five wickets, getting rid of five of Sri Lanka's top six. Kusal Pereira tries a counter-attack, and he proves to be Sri Lanka's mainstay, scoring 66 of 38 balls, but the early damage made sure that the windy stayed on top. Despite some lower order hitting, Sri Lanka couldn't get back into the contest, falling short of the Windies total as the two-time World T20 champions pulled off an impressive win. O'Shane Thomas was the star of the show with an unbelievable spell that crippled the Sri Lankans. The second T20 international between Sri Lanka and the Windies will be live on your World of Champions with the action taking place at the Palakele International Cricket Stadium. The Protea women's team, topping Group B of the T20 World Cup in Australia, will face the hosts in the semi-final at the SCG in Sydney. Having come through Group B unbeaten, the Proteas face an Australian outfit who, after a defeat in their opening encounter to India, progressed through Group A with narrow wins, eventually sealing their place in the knockout phase with a four-run victory over New Zealand. South Africa's last appearance in the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup was in 2014 in Bangladesh. We want to play the world champions. Um, uh, we wanted to play them for a while now, so um, you know, to play in the semi-final probably be the best, biggest game for us. Um, we just have to make sure that we, we on it. We have to make sure that we, we analyze every single player. We, we go there and, and put up a good fight, and we know it'll be a good, a good game of cricket. South Africa will face a tough test against Australia, who have won four of the last five T20 World Cup finals, while also being the losing finalist against the Windies four years ago. The world number one also boasts the likes of Beth Mooney, Meg Lanning and Elisa Healy in the top 10 batting rankings, with Megan Shitt and Jess Jonathan amongst the world's top six bowlers. Don't miss the semi-finals of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. India take on England, while the Proteas face Australia, with both matches taking place in Sydney. Catch it on your World of Champions. Vodacom Bulls coach Puerto Himan has rung the changes ahead of the all-important Vodacom Super Rugby clash against the Highlanders at Loftus Farsfeld. Miller Ace and Ian Grunewald have been handed their Super Rugby debuts. Ace, a former junior Springbok loose forward, will start in the number 8 jersey, while Grunewald will partner up with Ruan Norkia in the second row. At the back, Marnie Libok has been rewarded with his first start at Flyhop with Loftus Darling Mornay Stain dropping to the bench while Tongan centre Navi Tua Tavaki gets his second start in a row. Among the replacements is 21-year-old Lark Reno Peterson who could earn his second cap for the Bulls alongside prop Gerard Steenkamp. The Pretoria-based club are still in search of their first victory of the competition after suffering four losses. However, Himan is upbeat about the upcoming match. No, definitely. I mean, we made a couple of changes, bring, bringing a couple of young guys to, to get the new energy in the side, uh, uh, working our discipline because that was not good last, last week again. So that's that's really a, a, a big concern for us. And then also uh, getting the day 22 and then we have to finish, get some points on the board and, and score some tries. So we really had a great week, especially with, as I said, as the youngsters brought, brought a new energy. So I'm looking forward to Saturday. 
The Crusaders made five changes to their matchday squad that will do battle against the Reds in Christchurch. The 10-time Vodacom Super Rugby champions welcome back captain Scott Barrett after the long successfully recovered from a knee injury. George Bridge replaces David Havili at fullback with Lester Fainganuku starting in the number 11 jersey. Dallas McLeod is set to make his debut for the Saders at inside centre. Lock Luke Romano, Mitchell Drummond and Manasseh Mataeli will look to make an impact from the bench. The Reds will be out to inflict the Crusaders' second defeat of the season but will be without the experienced head of James O'Connor at flyhoff due to injury with Isaac Lucas named in his place. Lucan Salakai Lotto replaces Isaac Rodder in the second row while the front row remains unchanged since their last match against the South Sea Sharks. On the bench, Bryce Higgerty returns to the matchday squad. Scrum off Tate McDermott, who is one of the leading try scorers thus far, is amongst the replacements. Plenty to look forward to as far as Vodacom Super Rugby is concerned and every match from Round 6 will be live on your World of Champions.